0: The one-of-one one is missing. Uh-uh. I knew something was up. Pop,
1: that's almost twice as much going for the same price.
0: I just freaking love that Rated Rookie logo. Doing more vines. Which one of these five quarterbacks has the worst set of pass catchers to throw the football to?
1: Guess how much I snipe this for an off op- Number to five, you dirty animal. I'm telling you, these optic on-card autos are money. Huh? 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 Huh?
0: Football Cards Collecting and Investing. Andy, it is the year of the backup quarterback. And, of course, we're going to talk about CJ Stroud and all the new releases coming up, plays of the week, all a part of the NoOffSeason.com network. But, Andy, I think we've witnessed one of the all-time greatest flips of one player thanks to the great Monday night performance from Jake Browning. Andy, just a month ago, you could buy his draft picks autos for $5 out the door. Show the people, Andy, what they're going for right now. Good Lord. $5
1: out the door a month ago. Not even a month ago, Carter. And now $305 in auction today. We're talking reactionary morning after the big Monday night overtime win. And boom, baby. Talk about a flip.
0: 305 off a $5 purchase. Now, I I can't say I've gotten one of those off in my life, but it wasn't like this one. It is the year of the backup quarterback. And this is even, for those that are listening via podcast form, this is college uniform cards, Andy. So it makes it even more ridiculous.
1: Yeah, even more ridiculous. I'm even looking at the college ticket auto from contenders draft picks. Here you have September 24th, $8.50 auction, $10 out the door, and a peak last night in a well timed auction of $154 plus $5 shipping, $160, maybe with tax, you know, more like $175 out the door.
0: Mmm. Jake Browning. And here's the thing about it, Andy, is we know he's not the guy in Cincinnati. So if you are buying these cards at these prices, uh, even at 250 uh, BIN, what is your goal? What are you trying to accomplish with this college uniform autograph card for a team that he's not the guy? Um, I do think it does help that these cards are numbered, the draft pick ones at least. But man, it just goes to show you Andy, if you if you got backup quarterback autos and they're still alive, don't just sell them. Hold those bad boys. I, I still got some Will Greer sitting over here.
1: <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta hold those guys just because I mean the possibilities there. I mean, uh, look at and it and it also goes back to the less playing time that they've had in actual NFL games. The more fear of missing out right. it can create, you know, it's like go back to Mike White or earlier in the season. You got all the rookies popping off. Um, man, the less playing time they have, the better. So Mitchell Trubisky getting a start this Thursday night, you know, he's a backup quarterback They're playing the Patriots. If he can't beat them, I mean, come on, Trubisky guys. I mean, you guys got to be chomping at the bits for Trubisky to get a shot at the the lowly Patriots this Thursday night in a primetime Island game. But see, the thing is, Trubisky's had all this NFL playing time. It's like, where's the fear of missing out? Even if he has a, a decent to good game, it's like, we've seen that before. We've seen a lot of that before. We haven't really seen much of Jake Browning at all.
0: And then leads into like what other backup quarterbacks we know for sure. CJ Beathard, I watched him. I mean, he he moved the football. I mean, he looked o- o- okay last night, uh, and, and it does help having uh, some of the weapons that he has to to, to work with, with uh, Calvin Ridley, Parker Washington, uh, who was a reason why Trevor got hurt partially. Uh, th- those th- those look like some good pieces, Christian Kirk and and those guys. So I think. CJ Bether the pride of Iowa uh could could be that next backup uh QB but at this point Andy what what I'm going to do is especially if I can get college uni autos for 5 dollars out the door I'm just going to go scour pretty much every backup quarterback uh situation that's uh that, that's out there so Look there you got some people loading up on CJ. Let's go. <laughs> yeah,
1: the uh, the snipers are out, man. Look at them picking up the uh, CJ's today this morning. They're still pretty cheap. So this is like pre breakout <laughs> pre breakout prices uh for CJ if you think with the weapons in Jacksonville depending on how tra- how long Trevor's going to be out, you know, uh this this could be interesting. So obviously you can see a lot of soul volume for him
0: cj yeah that's the thing if if your name is cj you you've got a chance to be a good quarterback in in the nfl so uh there there you go
1: you've also Uh, got iconic rookie cards too man 2017 rookie class is uh is you know it's a bit legendary so you, you got the highest prices in the modern day market from 2017 yeah patrick mahomes christian mccaffrey so forth and so on so
0: Alvin Kamara, the list goes on and on. And it's such a loaded, loaded, loaded product. Um, But, yeah, so the 2017 Prism Rookies, baby, all of them silvers. Let's go. Uh, But, yeah, a a lot of backups balling out. Um, As we said, to Chad, Frankie, he's bringing up uh, the Minshew mania. I I like Gardner Minshew, but when you get two block punts in a game, I mean (laughs) – Tennessee quickly fired their special teams court coach after that. So, Andy, as far as football cards are concerned, we are one day closer to Christmas time. And I know it's a little counterintuitive here, um, but a lot of people during the holiday season, they don't have football card money. Right. What I think happens during this time, Andy, is people are buying other Christmas items and. I think also sealed wax gets really popular this point of season because a lot of dads are are buying a bunch of um, not just current product but you know what better way to really surprise your kid than to get a 2020 sealed wax box. So I think a lot of people are buying sealed wax. I think right now could be a good time to to, to target some singles of some good players on the downturn.
1: Yeah, Patrick Mahomes is one of those guys. He he hasn't really dipped as much as I would have expected. So I'm not I'm not quite buying the dip yet. I I think he might dip a little bit more depending on how these next couple weeks play out. But we've still got the base rated rookie Raw, which some people say they won't touch Raw Patrick Mahomes rookie cards because it, it's just too too high of a chance that this could be a a fake or right, reprint. Yeah. You know. So a lot of people go after the grade, and if you look at the 180-day trend, so that's a six-month trend on the Patrick Mahomes rookie card. They're only down 10, 13 percent. You know that Prism, that iconic Prism in PSA 10, is only down to a trend of 3,600. See a, a, a couple auctions recently around three grand. So I think if they 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 may continue. If you look at the one-year chart. Right now is where I think they may dip under three grand. That may be a pretty decent spot to buy in at if he still is gonna make that deep playoff run. And I mean, odds are ever in his favor for you know getting back to the Super Bowl. I mean, that card's got four or five thousand dollar potential. So,
0: yeah, I, I agree. I mean, obviously, this Kansas City offense looks bad, and I think some of it is. You know, Kelsey's up there in age, but the wide receiver grouping, as crazy as it sounds, is probably a bottom five wide receiver core uh, in, in the entire NFL. I know it just sounds it, it goes. It's it's it doesn't sound right, but it is right. Um, You, you know, what's very interesting uh, for me, Andy, is the guy that has continued to exceed expectations is uh, Tua. And there was always a big discussion on this channel about Tua. I'm, I'm very anti-Tua. I think he's a, a good quarterback, not great. I was wrong. He's a, he's a very, very good quarterback who happened to find just the absolute best system and has one of the best wide receivers in the NFL to throw the football to. But you know Tua is one of the few guys, Andy, where there was an opportunity to buy really low on him with the injury scare and the, the concussion thing. And you could have done, you know, a market analysis on Tua and see that he was under the other 2020 uh, rookie quarterbacks, and you know, so far so good for him. <clears throat> well, I, I want I want you to help
1: explain this to me, Carter. Or I want to ask you because you it. look at the third the 30 day PSA 10 sold trends for Tua compared to Jordan Love. Jordan Love right now is one of the hottest risers. He's not necessarily hit one-year highs yet, but he is on the way big time. Uh, as you can see in like the base prism up 50% over the past 30 days to a new trend of $70 compared to the base prism for Tua. That's actually down 7% Interesting. over the past 30 days to a trend of $56. No, Tua over the past uh, 30 days has actually not gone up. You can see the beginning of the season, the hot start, he goes up to like that Jalen Hurts type range, $126 buy it now. But but now we're like in this $85 buy it now range, $51 wow. auction last week, and even uh I think just like today and yesterday, $65 auction yesterday's uh $56 auction last night, you know, fifty-two dollar auction last night. Look at all these auctions wow. ended last night for around 50 bucks for that card. and that is, is something I've seen across the board for Tua, which is really odd, man, that things yeah. like his optic hollow, his prism silver, the base prism, PSA 10, where Jordan loves going up. Uh, Tua has kind of flatlined or gone down a little bit, and I'm
0: not sure uh, quite what to, to make of it. Well, well, let's take a look at his rookie ticket auto, but pull that up. Okay. Um, because I, I an auto might be a little bit, different when it comes yeah. to this uh but yeah it, it's it's still crazy to me that that happened i would have i would have assumed as psa 10s are up but look that's still not i would have thought for sure that that would have been the, these rookie ticket odds would be in, in 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 the thousand range right with with herbert consistently uh being in that range that that is so interesting uh to to, to me andy
1: Yeah, it is to me, too. Uh, I think you might be competing with a smaller fan base in Miami, you know, compared to Green Bay. And obviously, they've got a lot of quarterback, you know, lore in in, uh, Green Bay. So it's like, you know, I, I guess Miami really hasn't had a... Like famous quarterbacks since Dan Marino. I mean, I'm sure it's probably been somebody in between there, but these, um, these Jordan Love prices, you know, they're, they're, I'm gonna try and find something really comparable, like maybe this blue out of 75. That's still probably, that's a PSA 10 that went for 1200 in a buy it now. Uh, so the, the Jordan Love rookie ticket autos are still pretty favorably priced, like compared to obviously Burrow and Herbert but uh I would think that Tua would be would be higher as they are right now the number one seed in the AFC they're tied with the Ravens at nine and three and they look like one of the best teams in the AFC
0: I want people in the chat right now because I wanted to get the Jordan Love here I I would I I should have checked this I I would have assumed Tua would be way higher but it could just be you know, people just not as bullish on cards. It could be that, but type Y for yes, type in for no. Are you a Jordan love believer? Has he done enough to change your opinion? But as you'll see on your screen right now, that Justin Herbert still well over a K and he's not playing well at all. They put up six points, uh, this past weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, you know, for me, I, I i felt before the season jordan love could play i i didn't think he was special but he is playing really well right now and it shows you what a good situation could do uh for, for, for you there you go i mean
1: look at jalen hurts he's about neck and neck with justin herbert right now i mean because this is a psa nine but same exact card psa 9 auto 10 almost 1400 dc sports 87 auction which are uh, a great uh, gauge of market value, and then you have a Buy It Now of an HGA nine point five, same exact card for Jalen Hurts that sold in the Buy It Now for fourteen hundred. So, really neck and neck between Jalen Hurts and Justin Herbert at this point, but uh, Jordan Love, Tua definitely lagging behind. And uh, let's just for for uh,
0: science here. Let's look up Joe Burrow. In Pull the name it up. Of Science pull it up um you know for me i i'm loving it because i'm i hold a lot of 2020 sealed wax uh over here and obviously 2020 is my favorite rookie class ever with burrow and jefferson uh being in there but look at burrow still in the 4k 3k range uh for for rookie ticket autos and i was rare rookie ticket autos, but look at that Three th- that is insane how yeah. how much people yeah. still love Burrow. So there's not really been a real dip for, for, for Joey at this point.
1: No, I'm not seeing it. $1,500 buy it now, raw from hoodies consignments. Um, that's a buy it now, too. Well, here, here's an auction. Here's a, here's a good one. PC sports cards, another big consignment. Uh, auction that ended last week for Burrow at $1,200. But I mean, these are. You know, it's still twice as much. Obviously, it's gone down a lot, but that's what people are looking at. They're looking at the 90 day sold and they're like, wow, man, this card was just twenty five hundred uh, two months ago. So um, let's go ahead and buy one at eleven hundred. It may go down a little bit more, yeah. um, but I think we're we're probably pretty, pretty close to what the bottom is because people are going to start buying back into Joe. Burr. obviously, as you can see here uh, people are now, you know, buying, buy it now is like some auctions and stuff. So I can see this card kind of going back up as we get into free agency and draft. I just, I really hope that the Bengals don't lose T Higgins and that he, he comes back strong next September. It there's possibility that his cards could dip pretty, uh, significantly throughout the summer. If we, if we don't get any news and he like, you know, goes on one of these, uh, uh retreats where he just is is totally quiet you know
0: right yeah i i think t higgins is going to be on a new team next year but what you don't know is with my joe burrow sources is that they've already told joe burrow that they're building around jake browning for the future so (laughs) uh, be be ready uh for for that breaking news joe burrow to the saints um some hobbyists are buying Jake Browning like that's the case. I, I know. It's, it's it's still crazy. Um, we welcome everybody into the uh, football card quest. We go live every Tuesday. Please hit the subscribe, ring the bell. We're making you a better football card buyer, seller, collector. So if you're experienced or if you're new, we appreciate each and every one of you. Now, Scatter 23 has been rocking with us for a while, Andy. I... I, I I'm not going to get out a tiny violin. I'm going to get out a giant violin. In fact, I want to get out a harp for him because he went to that Patriots game in the rain on Sunday. A six to zero dumpster fire of a game. Scatter twenty three. What were you thinking when yes, you Lord. went to that game, Scatter? You I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't trust you to build a family. I wouldn't trust you as a coworker if you had that level of judgment to go to a six to zero football game. Um. uh but but there you go.
1: Now, I was at the Bucks game. I was at the Bucks game, and it was seven to ten at halftime. Or no, it was a seven to three. But because we, we got a bunch of rain at, at the end of the first quarter, but then the rain stopped, and Mike Evans came to
0: play. I think out of any individual performance this year in the NFL, Mike Evans is the most fascinating, okay? And to be what him and Jerry Rice are the only ones with 10 consecutive thousand-yard seasons, the fact that you have the best season of your career with Baker Mayfield lets me know um, not only that you're an all-time great, you also, for my college football fans, maybe the Manziel mania was a little overrated, and Mike Evans just made Johnny Manziel look really good, um, which isn't fully the case. But I think Mike gets overshadowed for his college career um, as, as well, Andy. So, yeah, Mike Evans, dude, I know you got a Mike PC, man. The dude just keeps freaking balling.
1: Yeah, his rookie autos are really expensive too, man. Yeah. Like You find people buying uh, college uniform. Rookie autos, Mike Evans. I mean, all, all, all over a hundred dollars. I mean, just like cars that are like, Ew, that's ugly," but it's got his rookie autograph on there from 2014. You got a lot of like really just weird top sets from 2014, and they all sell, man. Mike Evans rookie autos, uh, national treasures. I saw it sold for like five hundred bucks the other Ooh. day. So, um, yeah, I've got a I've got a prism rookie auto red numbered out of thirty five uh that that i'm holding on to and i i sold a red prism you know it, it wasn't serial numbered but i picked it up on trade night at the national for yeah. 30 bucks cash from that guy and i sold it to a guy on instagram that reached out to me i sold it to him for 60 so i i made a double up on it he submitted it to psa it came back at 10 oh and he just sold it for some ungodly amount. And he's like, uh, and he's like messaged me about it. And I'm like, oh man, that's a good one. That's a good one.
0: It jammed. Yeah. It jammed. Oh God. Yeah, yeah. It jammed. Oh my goodness. Andy, let's, let's get to, um, uh, a, a few of these comments here, uh, what to do, Andy, if you're a Trevor Lawrence collector, because we got quite a few of those that uh, consume your content,
1: man. Trevor, Trevor Lawrence, 2021 rookie cards—they are tricky, man, because there's so many of them, and there's a big, big variance between the rookie autos and the base cards. And then a lot of people grade chase those base cards, and it's not just the base cards; it's more like the optic hollows, the prism silvers for Trevor Lawrence. Things like the optic. Uh, green velocity, you know, those laser parallels, the cracked ice parallels are very popular. Those would be the cards that I would want to hold on to, especially if they're in PSA 10 condition. I mean, obviously Trevor Lawrence is the hype is going to return. That's, that's the, beauty, the beautiful thing about football cards is he might be, you know, you might be uh, out of your fantasy football league at this point with playoffs going down this week. I mean, you might be screwed, but with, with with football cards, you just hold on to them. It's you know, it's unfortunate. Maybe you were hoping to flip the card right away, but now you just hold on to it, understanding that the hype is going to return. You know,
0: there, there are so many Trevor Lawrence cards. I I do agree that I wouldn't necessarily go chase autos because those do get really expensive. But something not only you brought up, but Chad brought up in the chat. There are so many cool little parallels, right? Uh, that 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 you could get, and you could get those anywhere from the thirty to to fifty dollar range, and you could see that go up when he actually comes back. So you don't have to spend an arm and a leg on an auto. Um, but but yeah, you know, I I I really really do believe Trevor Lawrence is going to come back and and be fine. And judging by the reports early, it doesn't look too, too serious and he could make a return uh, to the Jaguars this year. So, uh, so yeah, you know, you you see some of these on the screen right now, a lot of these were were trending down anyway, Andy. Yeah. Over the past
1: 180 days, He's definitely trending down, down 25% on the orange lasers. I, I I just come in here and I filter by total sales so I can see which cards have sold the most. So you get the base ones, but then you start to find some interesting data because you're like, all right, which of these colored parallels has the best uh, sold data here and um, out of the PSA 10s. And the interesting thing is his PSA 10 hit rates are really low, but you find, right. uh, find things like the green mosaic at a trend of $90. Like, oh, that's pretty good for a mosaic. So, you know that's got some popularity, the reactive blues, you know, blues, greens, even orange lasers. There's actually quite a few color parallels that go well with Jaguars uniforms that people like. Like even red cracked ice prism uh for an average of $450 is uh, pretty impressive. I mean, you look at the one year total sales 47. So, I mean, like that's that's not bad and he really hasn't dipped a, a whole lot yet like that card's still holding pretty strong it's not like before the season where it sold for 700 there um you know 577 580 in auction on august 26 you know now we're we're down to 311 i think these could dip even more and these were these would be the cards that i target uh try and pick up one of these like this green velocity right here is another nice one this one's actually dipped Uh, down 40 almost 40 percent in the past 180 days and look at look at that chart with 38 sales so you got to ask yourself you know whether you like red cracked ice or green velocity I think either one of them are are safe but um it, it almost seems like the the cracked ice is more maybe a little bit more desirable there for Trevor than the Green velocity, or maybe it's just the Prism brand, especially when you combine the Prism brand with the PSA 10 grade that was so hard to get for Trevor Lawrence in 2021. That's where you know you get those uh those type of uh show card prices, man.
0: Green velocity looks way better, and I get that rated rookie logo. I, I just love the look of that card, but people love cracked ice. That is just one thing that uh um People love, you know what they say? Crack kills, you know, people freaking, <laughs> <laughs> people love it. Uh, But there you go. Um, Tank Dell goes down. Yeah, that obviously stunk. I'm a huge Tank Dell guy. I will be buying uh, the dip on some of his stuff. Uh, He got hurt blocking as a fullback, uh essentially, Andy. I don't know if you saw the play or not. Tank Dell's a
1: beast, man. I'll I'll be buying that dip all day long, but um, I did um, I did hit the nail on the head, man. I I wrote up Nico Collins this past Friday, and um, in our Auction Sniper article for our premium members, so it's like perfect timing. Nico goes off in the Tank Dell absence, so like clearly, if there's no Tank Dell out there, and uh, Nico's going off, and, and Nico was kind of battling some health issues, and so now it's it's wheels up for him and he's still, mm. he's still pretty cheap because he's also a 2021 rookie with decent draft capital and he's got a lot of cards. so you know you, you see all this sold volume, but that's a precursor to the prices going up. it's always important to like filter lowest and highest to see what your top and bottom ranges are for any given card that you're looking at over the past 90 days. you could do that in e- eBay anybody can do that. Um, He doesn't have much of a graded market, so it's not like a whole lot of data you can get from the graded market for a guy like Nico or even Tank. Eventually, Tank's market will evolve to where it's more like Nico's. But Nico's is uh, really—you should focus on the rookie autos in that twenty-dollar range because those are going to go
0: up. Nico freaking Collins can can play. I had not one but two cj nico stacks this past weekend and i lost to the Dak prescott cd lamb stacks um and it it too like i'm not even talking about daily where stacking is everything i'm talking about home leagues um the cd Dak stack got me um and i have disavowed thanksgiving as a holiday because of it because (laughs) it 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 really has as has tore me up um But yeah, let me, let me ask you about Dak Prescott and his market, because I will say this at this point, Brock Purdy is in the MVP race. Okay. But I think you could make a strong case that Dak Prescott ends up winning the NFL MVP and his football cards, Andy, have always been weird, right? Because it was, the year twenty sixteen, we always had this controversy: where's autos really as autos, or were they stamped by like a machine stamp or something like that? And now there's always the playoff narrative with Dak Prescott, which I think it's a little silly, uh, if if you um, if you ask me. So, yeah i I don't know. I'm am I'm, I'm contemplating if if Dak really is going to win this MVP, but I'm also kicking myself for not buying some of his football cards a few years ago when I had an opportunity.
1: Uh, he's on a run, man. This is, this is the time Dak investors, Dak collectors are happy because his prices have gone up and we're looking at 180 day trends. So from before the season, if you're buying them then till now you are happy with your, your Dak stock. They have gone up um, about forty percent, interestingly, on that select to a new trend of seventy-five. Uh, but you look at like his optic hollows are up to almost two hundred dollars. The prism is up just a tiny bit to uh, a trend of one ninety. And then we look at his rookie auto market uh, playoff ticket rookie auto. This Ooh. one is actually numbered out of twenty-five as a BGS nine. 9- uh, auto ten 760 dollars there's been a lot of, of sold volume for Dak Prescott um over the past couple days and yeah his prices are going up this is a chance I, I think they're gonna keep going up here the way they're playing but if they fizzle out of the playoffs there there might there might be a lot of people that write Dak off as you know the new Kirk cousins just in, in Dallas so It'll be interesting. I think this is his kind of his shot in his career. This is the best I've ever seen him play. And they've really figured out a way to unlock CeeDee Lamb. And they've got some good talent around him as well as you've seen Brandon Cooks has stepped up over Michael Gallup for good reasons. You see Jalen Tolbert getting more involved a little bit. Tony Pollard is is still alive there. So I think Dallas is on a on a big run. And, uh, you know, this is his shot, man, to keep going up.
0: Now, I had this written down for my play of the week because we don't normally do like – we normally give you a player to go buy for play of the week. But I'm going to go ahead and give it now because I, I kind of wanted to cliff notes to it towards the end. There is this big game versus the Eagles, all right, and everybody's going to be watching it, right, It's for the NFC South. So it's not quite a playoff game. It's also not quite a Super Bowl, right, but – This is as as big of a regular season game you're going to see, right? Um, You know, Philly has played just the absolute most murderer's row of games in a row, right? A few weeks ago, big Monday night win over the Chiefs. The next week, big win over the freaking Bills. Then they play the 49ers, and now – They play the Cowboys, right? Dallas, if you really look at that Philadelphia matchup, they did not get any lucky breaks to go their way. The Eagles really got the lucky breaks to win that game. And Dak still almost drove them down for a game-winning drive. I'm just telling you right now, understand there's Dak collectors that watch this. If they do beat the Eagles, that might be your time, right? if you were looking to sell some of it, because I would not trust the Cowboys in the playoffs for whatever reason. Okay. Andy, I, I think that could be a, a sell high moment, uh, for, for Dak, uh, this weekend.
1: I think it could too. right now, especially when the Eagles have been, they kind of, kind of beaten up right now. Right. You know, they're, they're kind of beaten up. They're probably a little down on themselves because they started out that game really strong against the 49ers. They were ferocious in the first quarter and then the 49ers adjusted and did this and that. And then all of a sudden scored on like every drive and were just gashing them up. Um, and Jalen Hurts even got a little banged up, had to leave temporarily, and and now they got this this uh Sunday night, another primetime game where they could be potentially exposed in the in the secondary with Dak Prescott and CeeDee Lamb. The way these guys have been playing, it's gonna be super. Super interesting because this is a big, big statement game, man. So this may be a sell-high moment after the Eagles because I do see some people in the chat talking about the Cowboys stretch of games. Then they do go at Buffalo, at Miami, Lions at home. So that's a this is a tough four-game stretch coming up for them. Uh, and it, it could either propel Dax cards up a lot or this could be a sell-high moment uh, in this Eagles game. You know they're they're definitely out for blood, man. They want their revenge
0: after the way that game ended last time, like you mentioned. I I would be ready to sell some of that deck. because look, you see the Keep'em, and and if, and if you want access to Andy's charts on the keep them app, uh, it's all part of your Discord Patreon subscription. You can um, join us below. But normally, when you see these keep them, um, you know players. Rarely do you see a player who's up everywhere, and Dak Prescott was up everywhere, um, in in pretty much every single card. So this 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 could be your opportunity if you are a, a Dak holder uh, to, to to make some money, um, even if they lose potentially, and and Dak goes out there and just balls out. So, uh, but if they win, it could be a, a good opportunity for you.
1: Yeah, and if when you zoom into the 30-day window, you can see even more of a trend up. So, you know, honestly, you look at the best time to have bought DAC and just looking at that gold standard Prism PSA 10, it's really, I mean, there's a lot of sold data, 232 sales in the past year. But if you look at that, November 6th, $107 auction. Well, if we zoom in here to the past month, I mean, look at that that chart up from 107 at the beginning of the November to now 193, 236 right. in auction last night. I mean, so talk about a, a, you know a big time increase if you were just buying in. That's why I I focus on and I love the quick flips. I, I'm not I'm not trying to you know hold long term on most of these guys except for Big Mike. You know that that <laughs> that's my PC. You know so. That's my PC, and um, you know everybody else. I look at them as as quick flips. So I'm constantly looking at the data to see, all right, what what is the one year low on this guy, and where's he at compared to that, and then what is our uh, next three to four games look like, and can I paint a picture to where the hype can get like this for Dak? And I mean, we've seen this in so many different cases this year. There's been so many guys that have gone up over these three to four week stretches like this. And as they get younger and they get more of a rookie or like Jake Browning, where they just haven't played much and people get that fear of missing out or FOMO. I mean, the card prices just go up exponentially.
0: We have some interesting comments coming in. Here comes Kent, Justin Fields, rumors, Tampa, Atlanta, Seattle uh I, I don't know how much like I, i've not seen this anywhere I, I know he's been rumored uh for for months but i don't know how big of an insider is is rumoring uh this first off andy let me ask you if you're chicago would you move off of justin fields and my second thing would be would you take him in tampa
1: If I was Chicago, no, but I know Chicago, uh, they're they're crazy, man. I don't know what they got going on up there, but they're just always making the craziest moves and stuff. Now they do have, I think what a lot of this stems from is they do have those two top picks in the first round, you know, two picks in the top 10. And with like all the quarterbacks that are coming out, of course, there's going to be people, a lot of people that are rumoring that they're going to take a quarterback and they're going to, figure out a way to trade Justin Fields, and maybe get another uh, decent uh, pick from him and uh, or for him and stuff. And so I get that's where the rumors are. But if I was Chicago, no, I wouldn't. St- I wouldn't stick with him. I'd build around him. And um, if, if I would, yeah, I, I don't want him here in Tampa. No, I don't want him. I don't want him here in Tampa. Um, I think that he would be a good fit in Atlanta. But um, I mean, he, he'd be fine in Tampa, but I, I, I don't know. I mean, I think he should stay. I think he should stay on the Bears. If I were the Bears management.
0: I, I strongly disagree. And this is coming from someone that had Justin Fields over Trevor Lawrence in, in the draft process. I I don't see it. I just don't. I mean, that Vikings Monday night game just completely turned me off. Um, so if I'm Chicago, I'm moving on and taking any of those top three quarterbacks, which is Jaden Daniels, Drake Mayer, Caleb Williams, especially if you have. Uh, that level of draft capital, you're able to reset the, the, the rookie, you know, contract, uh, timetable. And I am getting the first head coach I possibly could get, um, whether that be Eric Bienamy or Jim Harbaugh or someone like that. If I were a, a head coach and I have the opportunity to go to Chicago with all that cap space, and I get to have an elite rookie quarterback on a rookie contract in a week ish division. I think moving off Justin Fields would be brilliant. Um, if you're 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 Chicago. Um, but I know the chat would would strongly uh disagree with that. I know some of you are Fields believers, like Andy. I, I'm just out. I'm just totally out. Not only um now, I'll never just be out on football cards because we saw what the Jake Browning flip looked like uh, a little bit earlier. And even though I was anti-Tua, I should have bought some some Tua when when he was really low. And we see what's happened, even though he's not skyrocketed. But you know, he, he's he's a good quarterback at a good situation. So I'm just gonna not never say never about Justin Fields, but I do think the Bears should move off.
1: All right. Well, I, I think, I think we diverge there, but um, that's okay. That's good, man. You know, I, I'm, I think it's going to, whether he, whether he stays or whether he goes, there's going to be hype around his cards. People are going to buy in speculating like, d- does he go to the Patriots? You know, even if he goes <laughs> to Atlanta, like uh, there's going to be hype there for Justin Fields, you know, and, and what they do and there's a lot of eyeballs on Chicago. So uh, like I was, I was talking to Steve and I was like, man, um, I, I moved down from the upper section at the buck stadium. Cause we're playing the, the Panthers all the way down to the bottom section, like, <laughs> like 50 yard line. <laughs> like there's the stadium was only half full, you know, because we're playing the Panthers and we're, we're barely hanging on by a thread, our playoff hopes, but you go to Chicago right now and try and go to a game like that. They're probably still sold out no matter what they do, you know? So it's just a massive difference. And the fan base uh, size. And th- I think Chicago management know they're going to sell out games regardless. So I wouldn't be surprised if they do draft a new young, hot quarterback talent. They think that'll probably bring in uh, more fans and more money. And whatever they kind of do, it'll be fine. And they'll just, I, you know, hey, who knows?
0: Now we get to hobby tip of the week. And uh, Andy, I'm going to let you go first, brother.
1: Yeah, yeah, sure. So, Um, this one, this one comes, uh, via a question from a man, thundering sports cards out there. Um, his question is Carter, how do you put a price on a card that you have the only card that PSA has graded? So your card is a PSA pop one. And I think that's a great question. Uh, so typically that means you've got a pretty rare card and it's going to be hard to find comps on. So you really What you do is use the the typical rule of thumb is that a PSA 10 is anywhere from three to five hundred percent higher than what the raw card variation is. So if you can find the sold uh comparable card uh, on eBay of it raw, then multiply yours three to five hundred percent. Now you gotta figure out who's the player and what's the specific card because you know this could vary greatly. Is it CJ Stroud or you know, is it uh, Garter Minshew? I mean, you know, there's just a big difference there in hype, even though, uh, you know, some similarities and stuff. But anyways, um, you know, you that's the general rule of thumb. And then also, can you find someone else in the same draft class that is comparable as well? Can you find another skill position player if it's a wide receiver, tight end running back that's in that same draft class with that same card, maybe in a PSA 10 condition that you can compare to? to kind of come up with your price or even a raw one, and then go and do uh, apply the three to five X rule um, on your, on your car to set your price.
0: Man, Andy, I, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. I, when, when I would really, really, really buying heavy at a, at a high volume, I did the 2020 just comparisons, right? It's so much of it was, well, Joe Burrows is so much lower than Justin Herbert, for for a period i was like okay i'm just buying burrow right the draft class comparison thing isn't always perfect because there's different amounts of players that get graded and all that stuff but it it, it does help you out to understand where you are especially if it's a pop one super rare in that psa 10 format andy are you freaking kidding me um i i, I love it i really do now Andy, in, in, in the private chat, uh, I did send you um, an Instagram post. So if you can uh, put that link up on the screen. So this came from my buddy, uh, the hitman, Steve Caladesi. And it's kind of tough to see. You can't really blow this up or whatever. But I want your thoughts, Andy, when you look at this from one of your favorite co-signers. So you actually talked and interviewed DC Sports 87 uh, at the Nationals. So – Uh, Give me your thoughts on, and and you're, because Khaled and I talked about this uh, last night, but just your thoughts on on the overall volume report here from from DC Sports 87.
1: Yeah, man. So they're they're crushing it. They're up uh, 4.1% versus prior time period. Their total sales in the past year, year to date, is (laughs) $45,621,000. And that's up 4% versus prior time period. The quantity sold 1.369 million cards. That's up 22.3%. But the average sale price per item is down to $33.30. That's down 15% um, over the prior time period. Yeah, so I, that that kind of tells me that they've obviously had more items submitted to them for uh, for for consignment uh, for for resale that that also are more base cards. So I think people are using them more like a COMC nowadays, and there's probably definitely a a, a higher population of just people in general that want to take the legwork out of selling their cards, so they send them to a consigner like DC Sports eighty seven. They got a lot of eyeballs on their auctions, and uh, so they're selling more cards. That's going to therefore drive the total sales up. But there's obviously a higher population of uh, base cards and more common cards. And just, I I mean, I've gone on some of their Monday night auctions. I'm like, whoa, some of these guys have never heard of, like guys that don't play anymore, um, you know, guys from yesteryear. And and they're just, people are sending them tons of cards just to move and all kinds of stuff.
0: That average sale price is very interesting to me because that is a pretty significant dip when everything else is up. So it could just mean that they're selling, you know, more lower end cards there. But it it is interesting when you see a big time cosigner, you know, mention this. That not only that is up, but the buyer insights is what's very interesting to me, Andy. Um, to, to the bottom to the bottom of this graph right here, you see total buyers. One hundred sixty-two thousand six hundred thirty total buyers, and repeat buyers um, make up half of their total. Um, of buyers. so you know that goes to show you that if you are a, you know a consistent eBay seller, you're you're probably not at the scale. But you know the algorithm rewards you know people uh, that 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 consistently put out sales. I saw that when I sold uh, a good bit of some of my Justin Jefferson collection before the season. So, yeah, I, I, I find this to not be gloom and doom that a lot of people, you know, point out uh, about the hobby. There's still people that are still in it, right? With the way that you hear some influencers talk, you would think all the, 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 no one's liking this stuff anymore. Then why is DC sports 87 having more buyers, more sales, uh, you you tell me, right? It's, it's, it's crazy. So um, I thought that that was a very interesting graph from someone um, um, from someone that sells at that level. So Mr. T asked, what percentage does DC sports take eBay fees plus their commish? So I guess they're I guess eBay would probably take 10%, especially at that volume. Uh, Andy, they probably have something really special with them. So after all uh you know expenses and stuff like that co fees I'll say they probably made 20 million probably somewhere in in that range uh after you take out all of that would, would you I don't know I, I, it's just it's just a guess but and you've talked to these guys before
1: yeah yeah and they shared with me all of their their numbers and stuff in terms of their fees and and what they charge uh yeah I mean they're a good 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 group of people they've got a great uh, business and i think it shows in the level of customer service and then just in the level of uh, customers they have you know loyal customers return buyers you saw those return buyers man so people like buying from them and i think a lot of people like uh submitting with them as well especially when they want to take the leg workout. um i don't remember their their fees their fee structure and uh but you go um I mean we don't have any affiliation with them but go to dc sports 87.com and uh and check it out. I mean, you know. They've got a that,
0: That's crazy, man. So what we need to do, Andy, is quit our full-time jobs and build a football card only dc sports 87. Mm. We'll we'll be dc sports 97 or whatever <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Uh, but yeah it, it it would be interesting to have one of those people on and ask him about uh their their fees and all of that um Hector asked a question about what's the multiplier to PSA 9 in your opinion Andy compared to PSA 10 depending on the
1: card it's it's one <laughs> or or 1.5. I would say in some situations you can get like a 1.5. Like we've looked at data from some of the case hits like uh, optics or uh, optic downtowns, kabooms, uh, marvels, things like that. You can't see a 1.5 X multiplier, but typically even on like a base card, it's about a one to maybe 1.25, 1.5 1. right. X tops.
0: The PSA nine, nan. it's one, it's, it's, just somebody's opinion that drops that off from a ten to a nine, but it's, 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 it's a big deal, absolutely big deal. Even though that perplexes me until the end of time. Okay. Um,
1: All right, Carter, kick back and enjoy this hobby tip of the week oh. from Paul Hickey at NoOffseason.com
2: what's up football card quest fam paul hickey here with nooffseason.com co-host of the sports card strategy show my hobby tip of the week this week is look out for sticker auto smears on bowman chrome university 2023 football check this out you need to carefully examine your photos on these ebay listings because on this marvin harrison jr out of fifty gold auto you see a smear in the background of his sticker auto and then in this drake may auto that i bought so this is on experience here you see a sharpie mark and the reason why this is happening i'm hearing is because they stack the autos on top of one another and the sticker auto sharpie Has smeared onto the back of many of these cards. I've actually bought two of them myself. And now I'm starting to see in other listings that I want to bid on, I'm seeing the smear of the actual sticker auto itself. So you've got sticker auto smears on the front, and then you've got the markings on the back of these, like this Drake May one that I bought. So be careful. Definitely make sure that you're zooming in on the photos, especially on the back of the cards for the bowman chrome university 2023 football release but i've also seen this guys i know even though you're the football card quest audience i know that you buy cards of other sports and we cover all sports at nooffseason.com Bronny james 2023 tops chrome all american release sticker autos i've seen the smear on Bronny james's front of his sticker auto, as well as the back of some of his cards. And I almost bit on one earlier this week where it actually had a smear on the front and on the back because it had been stacked on top of one another. I'm not sure what tops is doing here. I think they've got to figure out a way to fix this because it is a widespread problem that I am seeing in the Bowman. U chrome football 2023 release. I love this release. I love Marvin Harrison Jr. I love Shadour Sanders, Travis Hunter, Drake May. The talent in this release from a first prospect auto standpoint is amazing, but I want to make sure that you guys don't make the same mistakes that I have made and bid and purchase some of these cards with Sharpie markers on the back of them. Everybody, I'm Paul Hickey with nooffseason.com. This is my hobby tip of the week. Andy Carter, back to you guys.
0: That makes no sense because it's, it's sticker autos, right? It's not like, you understand what I'm saying, Andy, like it would be one thing if the players were signing and then just stacking and, and sending them, but they were just signing a bunch of stickers and, and sitting in the back to tops. Right. So the players aren't ever even touching the card. So it's not even on the players here. Right.
1: Yeah. It's not on the players. Yeah. They're signing a book of stickers and then tops is taking those stickers and putting them on the, the cards, but it 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 makes it makes sense, like theoretically, because like I, I remember I had like a shipping label, I put some um packing tape, you know, so it's like that that kind of like a sticker. I put the packing tape on it, and then I realized, oh, I better scratch out this barcode. So I tried to scratch it out with a sharpie and it just smears everywhere, you know. So uh depending on the type of stickers they used, it sounds like they used the wrong type of stickers that they should have used for these cards, and that's gonna be a nightmare when grading with PSA because they're going to come back with that MK marking defect on on the card and it'll knock the grade down as well. So yeah, that's no bueno, but good to know. I I didn't know that was happening. I'm going to be definitely looking out for that now. And then you have
0: the freaking not so great Photoshop job with like some of the Colorado guys. It's just (laughs) like, ah, it's frustrating, man. very, very, very frustrating. Uh, Before we get to Plays of the Week, even though I gave my Play of the Week, let's go to Hector, uh, one of our most loyal viewers. Current hobby topic, what do you guys think of of one-of-one cards getting signed by players, like or dislike? Andy?
1: That's a very interesting one, man, because one-of-ones are so clean, and they're typically you know, just considered as grail cards by themselves and an event signed autograph is, uh, is a potential damaging of the card. I I know the players, like they try to be careful as they can, but you can imagine approaching a player after practice or something all sweaty, you know, grabbing the card and signing it. Like that's a, that's a risky proposition (laughs) right there, man. Um, so yeah, I think it's pretty cool, especially if it's like a player that doesn't have many autos in the market and they have good penmanship. But some players, it's just like, you know, so I mean, like I've had some cards recently come back to our group submission where PSA is like, We we can't authenticate the autograph. And, you know, and you've seen that happen with Kenny Pickett, where the guy even had the video from when he was at the practice with Pickett. Right. And they so PSA goes by a specific database of autographs, and if it doesn't have enough of the penmanship, then they just refuse to authenticate it. And if you can't get that one-of-one one authenticated, then you're, you're screwed, man. That sucks. And then now you're retracting value from it, and you might as well just put it on the wall, you know?
0: Yeah, I I don't know. I have thought about it. Like, if I ever were to run into Tyron Matthew, would I want him to sign my one-of-one, one, like, Black Finite? Wouldn't it look cool? with like a silver Sharpie or whatever, maybe, but I don't know. That's the cool thing about, you know, one of one is the card is the card, right? As it doesn't need the autograph to make it special. So you're adding something to a product that is already special, right? I guess it just depends on, on, on who you are, right. And, and what you want. Um, but, and, and look, Andy, there's a lot of people that just hate aftermarket autographs. They just do. Like, for some reason, there is a high volume of Justin Herbert Prism cards with aftermarket autos. And they they'll get put in PSA slabs, and people would still prefer the sticker auto over. The aftermarket auto, even though that one is on card, so it's 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 always uh, a, a weird 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 thing. um So there you go. Let's go to Chad. He's breaking down his consignment fees. He says one hundred dollar card ship costs twenty dollars to ship and sell on eBay. That leaves eighty dollars. They walk with sixty eight, and I keep twelve. So on average for Chad's uh, consignment per $100 card shipped, he makes 12 bucks. So if you're going to do consignment, you got to do it at volume and you got to know what you're doing too. And you got to have, you know, that algo, uh, background, backdrop, you know, like DC sports 87. I know what I'm getting right. Um, I know they have a variety of things. They're just huge. Right. So, it's always a weird thing with the the the, the ebay consignment and, and stuff like that
1: yeah shout out to cloud city records up there my man chad dyer a professional professional ebay seller um but uh he says he says he would grade the one of one every time uh i think hector sign it. yeah 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 <laughs> i just i mean with with all the like the the you know, PSA uh, stories that come back about them not authenticating an autograph because it doesn't meet their criteria. It just really, really would scare me.
0: Yeah, so earlier this year, I went to... Um, uh, I'll put it like this. I got, I got to hang with Joe Burrow for a little bit, right? So I, I flew to Cincinnati, and there was a guy um, who went and met with them briefly, and he got a kaboom, Signed by Joe, and this dude got the prettiest Joe Burrow autograph I've ever seen on a card. Right. Um, one thing I do want to mention, all right, and this should have been um, my hobby tip of the week, or did I give one? I didn't, I know I didn't give a hobby tip of the week, I don't think I did. Uh, or did I, Andy? I'm getting old. Uh, you were sharing the intel from DC Sports 87. That was kind of oh, yeah, yeah, but. If you are doing in-person autos, don't just get some random marker. You've you've got to prep the marker, and you've got to prep the card because it will – the auto will streak on the card, right? I don't know how to prep, though. I'm not the person that's an expert on that. This dude put in a lot of time prepping an orange marker for Joe to sign, and it looked gorgeous. Right. But since he was there, he couldn't get, like, you know, an authentication. Right. So, like you said, if he sends it off and PSA says, no, this isn't authentic, when I know Joe signed it, like I didn't personally witness the signing, but I'm pretty sure it was his, that would be backbreaking. Absolutely backbreaking. So, uh, it's a small risk uh, you take. So, to Hector's point, I wish there was like a little sticker that uh, you you could put on the card, but then again, you know that that could damage a card. You could put it on the back. They do it like with the white box label one of ones. You know what I'm talking about, Andy. Um, so it's 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 crazy. Now it is time for play of the week. Uh, if you're just joining us, my play of the week. I, I'm actually going to do a sell play of the week. Is if Dak wins versus the Eagles on Sunday, be ready to move some of that Dak Prescott product because if he beats the Eagles on Sunday, he obviously would likely play well, and I think he moves ahead of Brock Purdy in the MVP race. So I I think that would be a good time uh, to move some some, some Dak product. Now, Andy, it's uh, your play of the week.
1: Uh, My play of the week is going to be Jordan Love in the Green Bay Packers. I think you could even potentially – uh, stack him with Romeo Dobbs uh believe it or not I never been real like big on Romeo Dobbs but man he he seems to come up clutch a lot for the Packers and he's got good chemistry with Love and this is the interesting thing you like whoa is hasn't Love gone up a lot in the past 30 days Well, yeah he has if you look at the 30 day trends he's up 36 56 33 52% on his base prism PSA 10 but if you go zoom out to the 180 like wait a minute actually the 180 he's actually still down a little bit from where he was at and so you can see if you look at this chart using the prism because it's almost it's had almost 700 sales in the past year look at this heading into the season this card was a hundred dollars and then it just went so far down uh this is it looks like a 225 dollar buy it now is a real transaction that happened last monday so but there's auctions that end every week, right? So you look, here's an auction that uh, ended Wednesday, 36, 35. And, and we're going to have auctions that end this week, man. We're going to have auctions that end this week. But I think even if you're getting these cards like this one that, that ended yesterday, uh, buy it now for $69. That's not bad because you look at the potential and he's got a lower pop than uh, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert. I, I think, and Jalen Hurts. He's got a... a um, He's got a franchise QB future in, in him. I think I've seen enough now. I was in on him earlier in the season, like when when the dip was even lower. And uh wish I would have bought more because he's starting to go back up. But looking at the 180-day numbers and the one-year numbers, he's still down quite a bit, and there's a lot of potential. You look at their upcoming schedule, th- this, this is looking like a playoff team, man. So So check this out. They've got upcoming the Giants this Monday night in an island game. So I'm loving this because this is a Monday night game. It's an island game at the Giants. This is a weak defense. This is going to be set up perfect for him to go off again. Then they get the Buccaneers, whose secondary has been gashed all year, at home. And then they go at Carolina, who's the worst team in the NFL. And then they go at Minnesota. In a, oh. another island game and then finally finish the season against chicago so it's like man this final five game stretch for jordan love and the packers could see his cards go up another 50 to 60 percent in value especially with a playoff run following that combined with the green bay packers fan base and everything else it's a very very interesting play and then you have like the rest of his career in front of them. And if, if it doesn't work out and you, and you just hold it, you know, till next season, they're going to be hyped up again. Uh,
0: Yeah. The only thing is I, I don't think next Monday night's an, an island game. I think they're doing like a simultaneous Monday night football. Yeah, it, it is a doubleheader. You're right. You're but, right. But, but, doubleheader. but your point still stands. It, it, more people sit and watch full games. It's not a red zone kind of thing. Um, let me let me say this. You know, as far as like the chat is concerned, just just don't be condescending. All right, don't curse a bunch. Don't be condescending. Okay. The, the The funny thing about it is Tank Dell is a great fantasy play. Just got hurt. Okay. Um, but it's important. You know, to to it's okay if you disagree with me or Andy or anyone in the chat, but don't be condescending, especially if you have a hot take. That Caden Slater is better than Caleb Williams. Now, Andy, here's why that's hilarious. Okay, Number one is that's not true. I don't think that... Would you take Caden Slater over Caleb Williams, Andy? No. All right. The second thing is Caden Slater doesn't exist. Okay? He's trying to say Caden Salter. So if you're going to change... Your, your name, at least get the guy's name right, okay? Because Caden Slater doesn't exist, all right? Um, so if you're coming with the hot takes, you're going to be condescending. Uh, get your, your, your shit in order uh, before you do that. Um, I don't mind a good hot take, though. Uh, so, but... There you go. Huh? huh, 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 huh. And I, I have a good idea who Caden uh, S- S- Slater is anyway. Uh, but, uh, and I know he can, I know he can handle the heat. Huh? huh, 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 huh. Uh, but, but yeah, I, 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 I I'm a Tankdale believer. I'm a big Tankdale believer. Um, but I, I will also say this to Caden Slater's point or Caden Salter. I know, I know who it is, by the way. Uh, if, if it was someone just anonymous, I probably wouldn't have done that. I do agree with what he said about PSA a minute ago. Is PSA the best? Yes. It's, it's the absolute best. Okay? I will also say it's never healthy that they have such a stranglehold on all of it. Right? And look, I love PSA. I do. Most of my slabs, as you can see in the background, are PSA slabs. But I'm also open to SGC, C, C, uh, CSG, all that stuff. So, uh, so, 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 yeah. know we talk about this ad nauseum, but still, it's always a, a, a fascinating debate.
1: Always fascinating debate. And just remember, in sports cards, you've got all these auctions ending on a weekly basis. So, and, I, and I'll say, I traded uh, Dalton Kincaid for Tankdale in Dynasty uh earlier in the season. And dude, guy came through clutch because I also drafted CJ Stroud in the in the same league. So I wanted to go ahead and stack him with Tank Dell. And uh, I've been I've been happy about it. There's obviously a couple weeks, but I already had uh Evan Ingram, I think it was at tight end. So um you know, I wasn't. I I didn't really need the the uh, duplicate uh, tight end presence from Dalton Kincaid. Plus, when Dalton Knox comes back, I think Dalton Kincaid uh, his his target share goes down and his production will go down. So, I like Tank and Every I mean, the guy will play fullback if you ask him. <laughs> Put his body on the line, play fullback, baby. Let's go. Uh,
0: but it's all love in the chat. It's all love in the chat. Um. But I, I do I do agree I do agree with him on, 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 on PSA and how much of a stranglehold it they they, they they have. Now I know there are some big PSA truthers in here that they honestly can can do little wrong. So uh wait, I love how CGC doesn't grade autos unless they witness them. Uh that's crazy that's that's that's, that's yeah, I,
1: I really like certain things about cgc that they do um i'm really impressed with so yeah mm. they're, they're and and right now they've got about the same foothold in the hobby as sgc especially with the new labels that they have uh they're doing they're doing a great job and you know they, they've got being backed by the oldest coin and paper uh money grading company in the world it means just it's gotten a really good reputation as well. So another great uh, option in the grading market.
2: Mm.
0: Hmm. I, I, I was waiting uh, to get this confirmed here, but Doug Peterson says Trevor Lawrence uh, does He doesn't believe Trevor Lawrence will need the tight rope surgery, which is what Brock Bowers had in college and what Kenny Pickett just underwent uh, for a high ankle injury. So Trevor Lawrence is week to week. Okay, so mm, that's there not you go. bad.
1: Mm. That's promise. Right.
0: We'll 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 see you next Tuesday. Now, of course, we'll see you in the chat as well. Okay. Come on, come on, football season, backup quarterback season. Let's go. We'll see you next Back week, y'all. Quarter. Peace. Peace.